Do you really love me and all my dirty? And he said, Therefore said I unto you, that no man can come unto me except it were given unto him of my father. From that time, many of his disciples went back to walk no more with him. Then said Jesus unto the twelve, Will he also go away? John 6, 65-67, KJV. You know how you listen to a song and you like the beat and some of the lyrics? during those rare times when you can actually understand what they're saying? Well, not long ago, I was listening to the song Lost Without You by Robin Thicke. I know, I know. But go with me for a minute. I promise you it will be worth it. Now, even though I've heard this song, let's just say a lot, but recently the spirit caught my attention about this one part of the song, you know, the part that goes a little something like this. Tell me you don't want me to stop. Tell me it would break your heart. But you love me and all my dirty. You want to roll with me? That part. Now, again, I hadn't been paying much attention to the lyrics beyond the chorus, but lately the Holy Spirit has been calling my attention to a lot of the sordid details about the things I watch and listen to, Undoubtedly, you'll be hearing more about those encounters later, but you love me in all my dirty. So what does this mean to love someone in that way? Well, it means you love them despite those things about them that you find displeasing, bad, unsightly, unsettling, and at times unlovable. Like with our anchor verse. If we take a deeper look into this chapter, we find, understand, and realize that Jesus is asking the disciples, those that were following him at this time, the same thing, after revealing some things about himself and what his expectations were concerning them, things that they thought were more than what they were willing to accept. John 6, 41 through 67. The Jews murmured at him because he said, I am the bread which came down from heaven. And they said, Is not this Jesus the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How is it then that he saith, I came down from heaven? Jesus therefore answered and said unto them, Murmur not among yourselves. No man can come to me except the Father which hath sent me draw him, and I will raise him up at the last day. It is written in the prophets, and they shall be all taught of God. Every man, therefore, that hath heard and hath learned of the Father cometh unto me. Not that any man hath seen the Father, save he which is of God, he hath seen the Father. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me hath everlasting life. I am that bread of life. Your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness and are dead. This is the bread which cometh down from heaven, that a man may eat thereof and not die. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. The Jews therefore strove among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except ye eat the flesh of the Son of Man, and drink his blood, ye have no life in you.
Whoso eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood hath eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. He that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwelleth in me, and I in him. As the living Father hath sent me, and I live by the Father, so he that eateth me, even he shall live by me. This is that bread which cometh down from heaven, not as your fathers did eat manna, and are dead. He that eateth of this bread shall live forever. These things said he in the synagogue, as he taught in Capernaum. Many therefore of his disciples, when they had heard this, said, This is an hard saying. Who can hear it? When Jesus knew in himself that his disciples murmured at it, he said unto them, Doth this offend you? What and if ye shall see the Son of Man ascend up where he was before? It is the Spirit that quickeneth the flesh, profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit, they are life. But there are those of you that believe not. For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were that believed not, and who should betray him. Then he said, Therefore said I unto you that no man can come unto me, except it were given unto him of my Father. From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. Then said Jesus unto the twelve, Will ye also go away? I like this. Jesus knew that these people had no real understanding as to who he truly was and that they were only following him for what he could do for them, as he outlines in John six twenty six. Verily, verily, I say unto you, Ye seek me not because ye saw the miracles, but because ye did eat of the loaves and were filled. They were following Jesus for the natural food, for it was good to their flesh. It's like Esau all over again. Feed me, for I perish. Genesis 25, 29 through 32. And Jacob sighed pottage, and Esau came from the field, and he was faint. And Esau said to Jacob, Feed me, I pray thee, with that same red pottage. For I am faint, therefore was his name called Edom. And Jacob said, Sell me this day thy birthright. And Esau said, Behold, I am at the point to die. And what profit shall this birthright do to me? Really? Did they not see the miracles, the healings, how they came to be fed by Jesus? As he previously spoke, these people were not sent to him by God. These were swine. Matthew 7, 6. Give not that which is holy unto the dogs, neither cast ye your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn again and rend you. Jesus knew how to clear a room, exposing the true spirit of a man. They loved Jesus as long as he fed them and entertained them with his little speeches and parables. When Jesus came at them to see how they really felt about who he really was, the truth was they really didn't know him at all. They still saw him as they said, Is this not Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How is it then that he saith, I came down from heaven? These people were clearly carnal and must need be born again. John 3, 4 through 7. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born again? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. 
That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. Every time Jesus said he was the bread of life, they kept talking about how we can work for this bread and feed us this bread you speak of. How can Jesus speak to them spiritual things when they can't even grasp fully that of the natural? John 3, 11 through 13. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, we speak that we do know and testify that we have seen, and ye receive not our witness. If I have told you earthly things and ye believe not, how shall ye believe if I tell you of heavenly things? And no man hath ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, and even the Son of Man, which is in heaven. My goodness, blessed be. I'm tired of just reading about some of the things Jesus had to contend with just trying to help us not burn forever. Finally, they said, you know what, Jesus, you asking us far too much trying to accept you talking about drinking your blood and eating your flesh. Then Jesus asked, what have I offended you? So they did Jesus a favor and kept him moving and followed him no more. Is this yet familiar to anyone? You know how people think your feelings are hurt because they decide to leave you? They don't understand or realize they did you a favor. This way, like a plant that has been pruned. Now you can focus your energies on more important things instead of trying to carry their dead weight. These people had been following Jesus, and when they finally found him saying, how did you get here? Jesus just cut to the chase and said, you follow me for the food. Here's how I know. Many of these people running around talking about they love God, they love Jesus, I'm filled with Holy Ghost, have no idea what they're talking about and can't possibly love God nor Jesus because like these followers, they still do not grasp who he really is. Example, I've heard a number of people say God is a loving God and doesn't bring sickness nor does he kill people. That's Satan that does that. They also say God would never kill babies. He's a God of love. Okay. So if you found out God not only has killed and brought on sickness, but he has also killed and sanctioned the death of babies, would you still love him? Let's go to Deuteronomy 28, 58 through 62. If thou will not observe to do all the words of this law that are written in this book, that thou mayest fear this glorious and fearful name, the Lord thy God. Then the Lord will make thy plagues wonderful, and the plagues of thy seed even great plagues, and of long continuance, and sore sicknesses, and of long continuance. Moreover, he will bring upon thee all the diseases of Egypt, which thou wast afraid of, and they shall cleave unto thee. Also every sickness and every plague, which is not written in the book of this law, them will the Lord bring upon thee until thou be destroyed. And ye shall be left few in number, whereas ye were as the stars of heaven for multitude. Because thou wouldst not obey the voice of the Lord thy God. Now, let's go to 1 Samuel 15, 1-3. And it reads, Samuel also said unto Saul, the Lord sent me to anoint thee to be king over his people, over Israel. Now therefore hearken thou unto the voice of the words of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, 
I remember that which Amalek did to Israel, how he lay away for him in the way when he came up from Egypt. Now go and smite Amalek and utterly destroy all that they have and spare them not, but slay both man and woman, infant and suckling, ox and sheep, camel and ass. What if you found out that the Holy Spirit has also killed? Oh my goodness. Acts 5, 1 through 11. But a certain man named Ananias with Sapphira, his wife, sold a possession and kept back part of the price. His wife also being privy to it and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why hath Satan filled thine heart to lie to the Holy Ghost and to keep back part of the price of the land? Whilst it remained, was it not thine own? And after it was sold, was it not in thine own power? Why hast thou conceived this thing in thine heart? Thou hast not lied unto men, but unto God. And Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and gave up the ghost. And great fear came on all them that heard these things. And the young men arose, wound him up, and carried him out, and buried him. And it was about the space of three hours after when his wife, not knowing what was done, came in. And Peter answered unto her, Tell me whether ye sold the land for so much. And she said, Yea, for so much. Then Peter said unto her, How is it that you have agreed together to tempt the Spirit of the Lord? Behold, the feet of them which have carried thy husband are at the door, and shall carry thee out. Then fell she down straightway at his feet and yielded up the ghost. And the young man came in and found her dead and carrying her forth, buried her by her husband. And great fear came upon all the church and upon as many as heard these things. Do you still want him, the Holy Spirit, to fill you? Doth this offend you? Do you still love him, Father God, and all his dirty? Hmm. It's truth time now, people. You need to know who you praying to. You need to know and understand who you are loving. And you need to make a conscious decision. Can you love a God like this? Or will you too walk away? Now, before you answer, let's go back to John 6 and see what answer Peter gave when Jesus confronted the 12 concerning this question in verses 68 through 69. And it reads, Then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life, and we believe and are sure that thou art that Christ, the Son of the living God. But then Jesus had this to say. 70. Jesus answered them, Have not I chosen you twelve? And one of you is a devil. Ouch. Mic drop. I pray ye be not deceived.